0: Okay. Hi, I'm Lauren, and this is my dad. Say your name.
1: Okay. My name is Jim Bellucci.
0: (laughs) And today I'm going to be asking you about the American dream and get some of your opinions on it. So my first question is, what is your definition of the American dream?
1: I suppose, uh, it's funny, I never looked it up, but I would say the American dream is um, uh, a, a home, a good job, safety, you know, life, liberty, pursuit of happiness. So you have a um, a, a home, whether you own or rent, um, you're safe in it, and you have the security of a job or employment, and you're just um, able to do uh, have that throughout your life, and then mm-hmm. At the end of your life, you um, would leave it if you own your home to your family, or you could um, you know, leave whatever value, wealth you accumulated to your children or the, those you leave behind.
0: Okay. Um, do you think that the American dream is achievable for everyone or just certain people slash groups? And be specific with your answer
1: i would say it's achievable for everyone anyone mm-hmm. in the country and but i do think um and it's more achievable now in my opinion than it ever has been but i think throughout history for all citizens of the country um that it it ha- there have been obstacles to achieving that american dream and um you know groups uh, whether it's ethnic gender religious um racial have uh you know suffered obstacles for sure, but i think um there's many more examples of of all citizens having access to it, and if they want it work hard for it um they can overcome some of those historical obstacles and there's there's probably some that still exist that we're you know people aren't aware of-
0: mm-hmm. so do you think that there were like different types of American dreams for like those people that you were mentioning, like maybe for women, it was different for them than it was for men. And they had a different idea of like, or the big idea of like what they needed to do in their life to attain the American dream.
1: Yeah. I think, um, you know, my perspective on on it is as a white male in 2020 who grew, mm-hmm. grew up in the last 40, you know, 54 years. Um, my perspective on it and somebody, say, a Jewish female or an African-American male or an American Indian, any, you know, pick her name, any group, LGBTQ, mm-hmm. they may have had uh, much, or they may have a much different view of what it is. I think in general, um, it, it's maybe not the American dream, but the... Um, the human dream is to have security, safety, shelter, food, you know, a means to support yourself
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, without the help of anybody else, um, you know, but then, you know, you have to rely on people. I, I can't raise my own food, et cetera, et cetera. But, you know, currently it's just access to the economy that um, allows you to live safe and secure and have shelter and all that.
0: So do you think there's any problems or do you have any problems with the current American dream that is presented in the United States?
1: Um, I don't have any. Uh, Mm -hmm. The way I look at it for you and anybody, you know, my James, um, for any of my relatives. um, That uh, I think everybody has access to it. But mm-hmm. again there there still could be, and you know I'm speaking from one perspective, um, mm-hmm. real or perceived obstacles to it. But um, mm-hmm. you know in in our extended family, we have um, relatives, uh, people that are close to us that are obviously different genders, um, different races, ethnicities, mm-hmm. and um, I see them achieving it. Um, but I know there's many who don't, of, of all, you know, white male, black male, uh, mm-hmm. Jewish, female, LGBTQ, all that. Everybody, you know, it, it's it's a mixed bag of um, mm-hmm. perceptions and, and access to it, for sure.
0: Okay. Um, What is an experience that has made you feel like you are living the American dream?
1: Well, I think, you know, private... One is you know, I, I don't I don't know how to say it. I can own uh, property, you know, mm-hmm. th- you know, with the sanction of the government, and I can sell that property. Mm-hmm. Whereas maybe in a socialist communist country that it's all state owned. And you know, again, I'm not a historian or sociologist or a political scientist, but. I think one of the things you can work and accumulate wealth, wealth whether it's uh, you know uh, financial, money, abstract, or it's real estate, like a house, home, property. And uh, I forgot the original question. I got way off track there. What was the question?
0: Um, well, no, I was just saying an experience that you had oh, that yeah. made you feel like you were living. So, so
1: yeah, yeah, you took a loan out, bought a car. And now, you know, five years later, you paid off the loan. I own the car. I can sell that. I can keep it, mm-hmm. et cetera.
0: So you grew up in a large family. And do you think that having that support like and community kind of with your family helped you to reach your American dream?
1: I think family is important. Um and yes, I
0: and your neighbors. Yeah, I Sorry. would say
1: the community I grew up in you know, basically um, you know, created conditions where I grew and developed and had an ethic that, you know, of self sufficiency. I you will know, work for to provide for myself and try to rely on um as little as I can on others, but knowing that you can't do it all by yourself on your own. Um mm-hmm. so you know, I do, personally, I believe that, you know, the person, human being is most responsible for, you know, overcoming the obstacles, working through it, and making it happen for themselves. Mm-hmm. So.
0: Um, what would you say is an experience? Oh, wait, sorry. I just asked that. Um, growing up, were your dreams different from your friends' dreams, and how so? Um so this is this could be like what you wanted to do when you were older or like things you wanted to like or places you wanted to go people you wanted to meet stuff like that.
1: Well, I I would say that my dreams were unique to me and you know there're mm-hmm. going to be some similarities to those around me. But one of my dreams was always to be a teacher and mm-hmm. always, and I always wanted to serve in the army, in the military and I Mm accomplished both of them I went you know and actually the army serving in the army paid for college so I used my desire and dream to serve in the army to pay for my college and then Mm -hmm. after I served in the army my dream always actually you know ultimately I wanted to serve but I didn't want to make a career in the army I always wanted to be a teacher so after Mm -hmm. I served my years in the army. I I actually saved up all my earnings from the army as much as I could. And then I left the military and Mm -hmm. I went to graduate school and became a teacher within. I was teaching, I think, within nine months of leaving the army and then Mm -hmm. I paid for all my graduate school. And then I lived that dream for 15 years. And, you know, being a teacher was very hard, especially the first year. Still mm-hmm. hard. it was always hard but you get better at it and so i lived that dream now my friends had other dreams one wanted to be in business one i think kind of just fell into a job and um i don't know what his dreams were but he you know the job he worked his way up to like vice president of the company um one friend went to law school one became an engineer he always wanted to be that so mm-hmm. you know our dreams were unique but um I'd have to say that I've been able to you know I guess achieve my um the American dream the job the the uh dream dream job for me was teaching and then I became a principal and that that's been a dream job too I didn't expect to be one but it kind of just evolved into it after 15 years of teaching
0: Mm mm-hmm and you all supported each other through the way of your different paths that you wanted to take yeah have, yeah
1: i would definitely say that having a social group and network with mm-hmm. with different but but um uh, is similar in that we all had dreams to you know do something as adults so we were all supportive of each other in different ways, family and friends. I was thinking more of my friends for a while, but my family, my parents were always there. Your grandparents were always there, even mm-hmm. if I didn't always talk to them. And, you know, like as you're growing up, it's like, oh, I don't have time to, you know, my new mom and dad wanted to, you know, keep in touch with me. But I'd be so busy in my life, whether it's in the Army or teaching up in Albany or teaching down here. But um, I always stayed connected to him and I always came
0: home so actually I want to ask you this um you talked about like your family and friends too but did you have like a mentor kind of in your life who wasn't necessarily one of your friends or like family but someone you kind of met along your path and like journey to where you got to now who helped you become the person you were today
1: yeah that's a good question you know I never really thought of it that way um
0: we can come back to yeah no what
1: ask. no it's a great question because um you just made me think I almost felt not lonely is not the right word but I'm like maybe I was a bit of a loner I never I can't say I had I've had anybody who's mentored me in a mm-hmm. specific particular way for any long period of time What I was very good at, I I think as a little kid, grandma would tell you that I always had an independent streak. I didn't want to rely on anybody. Um, Mm -hmm. Even when I knew I should, I was like, nope, I'm going to do it on my own. I don't want any, but I want all the credit for the success or failure. And Mm -hmm. so I didn't seek out any mentor type you know, I would say that teachers and in, 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 I, I was a good student of paying attention to good behaviors. So when I mm-hmm. saw somebody doing something that looked successful, I could say, OK, I can do that. I'll do it my way. But I um, I can't say I had like even, you know, Poppy was always there, but I just knew inside me. I guess they gave me the gift of saying, OK, I know what they expect of me. They don't have to tell me. They know expect me to do well and and right. pick something and succeed at it as best you can and don't give up mm-hmm. all that stuff. So, um, you know, they gave me that, you know, all through growing up, but I never really relied on anybody, whether it was, you know, going to army or going to teaching or going into, um, uh, you know, being a principal administrator. Hmm.
0: So. So my next question was, do you think materialistic things such as money play the largest role in the American dream? And this you can answer it two different ways if like what you think and then what you think like the majority of people think about. Okay, it.
1: that's a great question. I don't know if you came up with it or your teacher did, but I love I love it because
0: uh, I have
1: evolving views on this. Um Mhm. Number one, a recent phrase I've been thinking about is, um, on this earth, money is way overrated and material. Mm-hmm. And I can't say I've always felt like that. And if you asked me that five, 10, 20 years ago, maybe most of my life, I'd say, oh, yeah, money. Money's a big part. You got to make money. But now, as a 54-year-old, I said, what the valuable commodity on earth is, is time, uh, quality time. <laughs> And of course, money is part of that in any society or culture. Um, you know, the, the essential things are food, shelter, and safety, and, you know, probably some other things social connection, love, et cetera. But, um, you know, uh, actually, there's a gentleman I met a few years ago who was from uh, Nigeria, maybe. Um, mm-hmm. He said, uh, in America, you. you um, Like, for example, he was talking about having children. He said, children are not expensive. He said, you make them expensive, but they require very little of food, like the essential stuff. And he, that made me think, I was like, you know, he's right. Kids, they don't need a lot. They need love, food, shelter, and, you know, a good upbringing. So I, I think my view of the American dream was more about private ownership, like, you could work and control your destiny. you have the freedom to do that freedom to fail and succeed. Mm-hmm. but I think we are way over consumerized like um we've been it's almost like we've become blind uh to our own consumerism, so whether mm-hmm. status symbols uh you know outward um uh you know, material things, the clothes, the right purse, the right car, the right uh, shoes, watches. Um, And I think, you know, people get caught up in trying to get more of it. Whereas I'm like, you know, at this point, what's important is, you know, good food, good family, all that stuff. You have to have the necessities, but we're way over consumerized. I I do believe um, as I Mm -hmm. you know the famous philosopher said how many pairs of shoes can you wear at one time and uh or you know this is part of a bigger story but you know you can only wear one pair and and how many pairs do many americans have um whether where regardless of where you on the economic scale um you know people have you know multiple shares of shoes up into the you know double digits up into the hundreds i'm sure and it's like you know in, in many places on earth, you have maybe one, maybe two or three. So, you know, you lose sight just, you know, taking shoes or socks or clothes. And then,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, yeah, I think most people I do think in America have, you know, look at it as materialistic, Yeah, you know, yeah. more, more is better. The more money I have, the more worth, you know, the, the more, um, I'm valued, but all he all humans are valuable. Anyway, so, I don't know.
0: That's a very good point. Um, so I only have two more questions. So, I'm going to go with this one. What do you believe are some of the society, societal pressures that men and women deal with regarding the American dream? All
1: right so what do you th- ask that again the societal pressures
0: so like what do you think um kind of like i was thinking like um advertising like do you think that there are things that push women like in a certain way and push men in a certain way or push like certain people i guess so. Say to like think a certain way. Oh yeah, way.
1: absolutely. Um, I think consumerism and advertising is is a mm-hmm. dominant force um, in in you know you know causing people to think a certain way. You know, if you look at um, mm-hmm. you know the advertising, and and I think it's gotten better over the years. But if mm-hmm. you know they they're trying to sell something they're trying to make money so they're gonna do you know study this they study it in you know psychological testing and focus groups on how do we sell our stuff and they keep coming up with you know youth and beauty for male female or any group um and Mm -hmm. i think so you can take uh you know um i don't know there's so many examples if you look at you know teenage females you know if you look at the advertising for that is wear makeup look pretty yeah. um you know and that's gotten better over mm-hmm. the years but you know for many years you can go back to the 70s 80s 90s 2000s they were um if you look at what's advertised and then what becomes the norm on the street is you can look at the take male uh you know teenage males in the 80s probably 90% of them had mullet haircuts why because that's what the people on TV were wearing in the advertisers. And it, yeah. it, you know, started somewhere, but wherever it started, it became the the fashion or bell bottoms. People wore bell bottoms and uh, hip huggers mm-hmm. in the 70s and clogs, stuff like yeah. that. So, yeah, there's the um, I think it's easy. We all forget, even with Christmas, you look at Christmas season, people always saying, you know, it's it's not about the presence and it really isn't but um we've become very materialistic
0: yeah and i also think possibly even parents have an influence too on like what they they want their kids to be or what they like expect them to be sort of
1: yeah, oh yeah parents are or um can be a heavy influence and And, in the mm-hmm. negative lack of parents then you know or a good lack of good parenting can have a vacuum effect, like if you have a youngster growing up with um derelict or or non you know functioning parents um that mm-hmm. that you know person that child could grow up um even more heavily influenced by whatever comes into their life, you know, could be good or bad, but, um, you know, it's, it's, you know, I think the parents are the first line um, of influence and, you know, Mm -hmm. but as you know, adolescent development theories uh, suggest that you're going to rebel against your parents and try to find your own identity.
0: (laughs) Yes. Um, so my last question, and you can give like one reason, it doesn't have to be like a ton of ideas you have, but what do you think is the key to living a satisfied life?
1: Well, you've heard me say it before. Um, Mm -hmm. and, and I'm probably borrowing it from buddy, some from somebody, um, but the the question was this key the key to having a satisfying life so mm-hmm. um you know, I'm always using cliches and phrases and so one of them is you you person in the mirror must build your own house of happiness each day and protect mm-hmm. it and try not to let any one or thing tear it down so again tying a couple things together the the commodity on earth is time that's the most valuable and you want that to intersect with happiness as frequently as possible Mm -hmm. so you want to have a long happy life and that Mm -hmm. means being productive giving back into society having you know starting with taking care of yourself and having a home and a job and all that and then finding that i find the biggest gift on earth that i have is giving to somebody who needs and um, you can almost twist that around and say oh you're being selfish cuz you just you just do give things or help people cuz it makes you feel good and i'm like well it does and it makes me feel good to help somebody out especially when they appreciate it so gratitude is important be kind and 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 show gratitude but, um, yeah, I think, mm-hmm. you know, if you take care of your essentials, and we were talking about this earlier tonight on the ride home from Danbury that I said, uh, we, you know, um, when I say that, it, it, you, you know, it's, you feel good helping somebody out, but you first take care of yourself mm-hmm. and then then give back. and um, And that's like, you know, I think a core thing of being human is helping your fellow man fellow person so i think the key to happiness on earth is if you get you know if you knew when your last day was coming um you would think what are the things that are gonna i want to leave behind what are my memories that you were a good person you helped as much as you could and you left the place the world a little bit better than when you showed up and uh, i think that would be a happy life that's why i loved education because when you're teaching or being a principal you're always giving you know you're trying to give knowledge and sometimes kids didn't want it you know they'll, you know, you can ask your teachers someday if you teach you'll you know you have to overcome that that you know they don't always appreciate it in the moment but in the end we all appreciated the teachers who um you know gave to us so yeah. anyway i probably got a little long there
0: no, that was good. I agree with that. And um I think we're going to end it there. Yep. So thank you for answering yeah, my and questions. I, Lauren, I, I
1: don't know. I, I've never actually, I'll probably Google it now. I should have Googled it before. And you mentioned this project, but uh I actually don't know what the American dream is. I assumed it was all those things I was talking about, but
0: No, I wanted your perspective on it, anyways. So, yeah, I'm
1: sure there's a more formal definition, but I always look at it as like home and safety and access to you know the essential things. So, all right. Well, I enjoyed this, Lauren. Thank you very much, and thanks to your teacher for assigning it.